Building Legends One Life at a Time. Recently, at the start of 2024, I was presented the statistic that over 48,000 people had taken their lives by January 4th. At first, the person said, guess how many suicides happened in the first four days of the year? I thought I was guessing high by saying 700. They responded, are you answering for your state? I said, no. They then shared that my state had experienced 1,100 suicides. I did a double take. I was afraid to know the number if Virginia alone was at 1,100. After hearing the actual number, I was in total disbelief. It shocked me that so many people felt so incredibly hurt and unwilling to live that they killed themselves. I traveled further into that day and shared that statistic. My friend revealed to me that the U.S. Surgeon General just put out an alert that there is an epidemic of loneliness in this country. I was taken aback a second time. In my lifetime of over 56 years, I had never heard a Surgeon General make a public declaration over emotions and not a physical disease. Thinking loneliness and depression is not a disease is part of the problem. Mental health and emotional well-being is a crisis of our emotions. That's the disease. It's the silent, discounted, and stigmatized disease that allowed 48,000 people to kill themselves four days into a new year. Mental health is treated by different doctors than a broken hip, but treatment is treatment. The sense of hopelessness and loneliness is silently festering in our communities. We who say we love people have to open our eyes to start fighting for these hurting people. We have to care about mental health one life at a time. It's a disease, not a stigma. In preparing for the marketing of my upcoming book, Leap of Faith, Questionable Choices, I have been asked, who is my target audience? Who do my talks and my topics speak to? My naive answer was everyone. I heard, bop, no, wrong answer. Marketing professionals alerted me that my book and my speaking can't be targeted to everyone, even if many people accept it. They informed me I don't have the time, the energy, or money to focus my efforts on everybody. That floored me. The marketing world sent me grappling and soul searching for who am I trying to reach? The question is hard. And the answer is even harder. Can you believe that? What I have realized is that, here's the thing. You have to figure you want to talk to so many people. But someone with a wealth of knowledge gave me a lifeline by reframing the question this way. Anita, where have you seen the most energy, response, and gravitational pull from your voice, your message, and your presence? That answer was clear and unexpected. During the last two years, I've spoken on dozens and dozens of podcasts in front of crowds, whether a retreat, church, senior center, university, Zoom, pub, or whatever the platform led me. The one audience with the most intriguing energy soaking up my words like fresh milk was just one. That audience was college students, maturing adults. They listened, questioned, 
asked me questions and even more questions. And then they asked for me to come back for more insights on all types of topics. The students who have come into my journey have shared vulnerability, identified pressures, and emotional frailties. They showed me time and time again how much they needed me. The genuine honesty of their need was palpable. In all their maturing vigor, quest for intellect, and thespian talent for bravado, these new adults were totally overwhelmed. Our institutions have prepared them for book learning, but life learning was behind the eight ball. The SAT, GPA, iPhones, and virtual potato salad left thumbs aerobic and their understanding of life rudderless. What's ahead to them is a dark and scary mystery. The fear of what life really has out there for these maturing adults is frightening for the rich, the poor, and the unprepared. On and off campus, I get asked question after question about life, relationships, God, and validations of self. None of those questions are shallow, and they all require courage to ask in a safe space. Parents, preachers, and coaches, this is not meant to be an indictment of any of you. None of us is comfortable exposing ourselves to what is really going on within. When we do expose ourselves, it's in and on our own terms and with the people we have trust. It just so happens that I get chosen more than most people who know because they know I care. Building others has never been about fees and honorariums to me. With my speaking forums, I open myself and expose 50 plus years of vulnerabilities and screw ups. I don't mind sharing my story in hopes that it will help someone with theirs. My speaking venues are a safe place. The young men and women who experience my talks, feel my heart, and participate in my question and answer sessions know that they can share. If I'm willing as a woman on the platform to admit the most embarrassing and foolish thoughts, and decisions of my life, that they tend to share what's bothering them. They tend to share the secrets keeping them awake and causing them to abuse substances in the dark of night. These maturing adults let down the guards, the walls, that many of them often find easier to talk to me than a licensed therapist or doctor and all those other incredible people in their lives. I have heard it more than once said to me, I've tried therapists, but they weren't for me for one reason or the other. They say, but Anita, I know you care. And I wanna say a resounding, yes, I do care. Here's where I wanna share my intention. I know who Anita Helm is and why I raise my voice. For those looking for voices for stadiums or auditoriums, rooms and stages, you can always find someone more popular, more published, more famous and louder. But what you won't find is a more honest and authentic voice than Anita Helm to share with those who are struggling about their very existence. My voice and my message will be safe in the rooms that you entrust me with. People and building people energizes me. My heart pumps faster, encouraging those who need help. Starting in 2024, my offering Building Legends One Life at a Time is about the tools that can help build self-mastery. 
I pulled together parts of my baskets of offerings over the years to introduce to the generations of maturing adults that we all need to exhale together for the tireless pressure to perform, to attain, and to maintain. This offering is going to lessen the bravado of self-marketing, who we think we're supposed to be, and just be. In the rooms you invite me, that's your part to play, invite me. You orchestrate the invitations. I can promise that I'll bring the preparation, the heart, and the straight talk. My content like life is not rocket science and not set in stone. I'm able to share knowledge and to customize it to whatever you have going on for your group. The below is an overview of the self-mastery session entitled Building Legends One Life at a Time. And here's the unfiltered conversations that will happen. Who are you really? That's a talk about identity. What's your hustle about? That's me talking about purpose. Where's your safety net? That's talking about the ropes of security and inner circle. What's your rebound game? That's the lessons of failure. And then finally, what would this life be without you? That's the talk about legacy. If I piqued your interest, contact me to learn how we can help one another. My main office number is 703-670-2066, or you can email contact, C-O-N-T-A-C, at fordoseproduction.org. Find the time to make the time to take care of yourself. God bless. Mm-hmm.